Welcome to the Bergstrom Bunch Podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Kathy. And as we record, we are entering into the Christmas season. Yes, we are. And this is your holiday. This, this is, the, is my holiday. This is your holiday. This is. Uh, but it always what, seems like you hit Thanksgiving and it's a sprint till Christmas. I mean, you're just running, running, running. This is what a chunk of by. our garage is dedicated to. That's true. Yeah, your decoration. That's true story. So, true yeah. Story. So here's the, and it's fun. And we we all love Christmas. We love the lights and the and decorations I just had you and pick presents. Up more and, Christmas decorations for me. For the yeah. Backyard. So yeah, we're excited. So, but the, here's the irony. Then this is what we've got to talk about. Is that at Christmas we're celebrating Jesus, the least materialistic, least consumeristic yes. person in history, and. We use Christmas, we use that celebration as the time to get the economy back on track. Uh-huh. And like the average American spends about $1,000 on Christmas stuff this year. Oh, or is easily. going to this year. There's the projection. Yes. And I mean, it's... That's it's, why they cri- start marketing it as early as, what, August October, is the earliest yeah. I've seen. Yeah. Uh, but there, we spend every year in America $6.1 billion on Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's crazy. It's... Uh, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, and so thinking about how do we balance that? We're celebrating Jesus mm-hmm. by spending a ton of money. And I don't think Jesus is looking on saying, yeah, that that's the way to celebrate me. <laughs> and yet we all love the presents. And so I remember as a kid, we would get the Sears catalog, which was, you could use it as a booster chair. Uh, and yep. <laughs> But they had this, this section, of course, dedicated to toys. Mm-hmm. And so my siblings and I would each take our turn, or several turns, and we'd circle and put our initials by everything we, not just, not everything we wanted, the things we had to have. Like, I cannot live without this Hot Wheels I think that was set. most kids back then. Yeah. So, okay, Absolutely. so did you have a toy that you needed, a thing that you needed when you were a kid? Oh, my goodness. I, hmm. I'm drawing a blank on that. I will say once I hit my junior high, high school years, probably anything oh, a makeup, hair, a hair any, crimper, anything makeup related, and then oh, I had to have a hair crimper. No, I had to have parachute pants once upon a time. Oh, everyone. And those. I had to have a shirt that was just like Michael Jackson that had the zippers on either side, and I did get that. So. Okay. I actually dressed my dog up one time with some of those clothes and took pictures. So for anyway, me, it was it was Voltron. So this is the precursor oh, to man. Power Rangers, but way cooler. And it was these five like robotic cats. It's weird because I don't like cats, but they were like panthers and lions. They were cool, mm-hmm. but they would all form into one yep. big robot, kind of a transformer. And I had to have that, and I never got it. Um, but I think for us as parents and thinking this through with our kids, yeah. Of course, it's fun to see your kids open presents. Mm-hmm. It's fun to surprise them. It's fun to see their delight. But we took a trip when the kids were young to visit yes. family. Yeah. And this particular trip, we had packed out our minivan with presents for everyone, with all our luggage as an eight-hour drive. And when we were there, the kids received a ton of presents. Yes. And it was... It was the first time in my life I've seen kids actually get tired of opening presents. Well, we have 
there were certain family members that it's, it's all about more, more stuff, more stuff, more stuff, not the quality of the stuff. So some of the Barbies and other things that they received were like $5 Barbies. Well, it wasn't Barbie. It was, uh, and, well, it was the, toys, the knockoff brand. The toys, yeah, were, were much cheaper quality, but in abundance. Well, the kids, most of them and their cousins included, fell asleep in the middle of opening presents. Yes. And it was, they would open a present and the present was taken away and stored in a trash bag. Mm-hmm. And so they, it wasn't taken out of the package. So they didn't stored. even really, they didn't know who even gave it to the them. The kids had piles of presents yes. bigger than them. Yeah. And my whole thought is, how are we going to fit all of this in the minivan to go home? Yeah. It and, But but just to see the excess. And the kids weren't yeah. excited about it. The kids said, can we just go to sleep? Can we finish tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> and that, I think that did something for us as parents. Yeah, because my only thought was, this isn't what Christmas is about. Yeah. Is my kids falling asleep opening up presents rather than knowing the the depth of the meaning behind the holiday. I remember the drive home. We had to take all the packaging off the presents, knowing then that meant we could not return this stuff. But yeah. the kids were just packed in there. I, I we had to, yeah. it was a puzzle fit to get them in and out. Bathroom a bathroom stop was horrendous because yes. you had to like dig your dig the kids out of the rubble and pull yes. them out <laughs> like we were rescuing them. Seatbelts were not they were the law, but we we really didn't need them on that trip because they were just packed in they tight. Were. But we realized, look, this this can't be the focus for our kids of Christmas. Yeah, we want them to realize that it's not about you. It's yeah. not about what you can acquire. Mm-hmm. It's not about the stuff. Yeah, and I I think kids are so inundated with this idea that life is all about you. It's to make you happy. It's what do you want? You want to play? You want to soccer and gymnastics and dance and okay, we're whatever makes you happy. Well, we're going to do it all. Sadly for sadly for some people, Christmas becomes such a burden because they feel like they're running, 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 and in large part they feel like they don't have enough money to be able to buy gifts for everybody that they want to buy gifts for. So it can become a financial strain for some people, and it just robs the holiday of of its meaning. Well, I think even even if it's some yes, a lot of people it's a financial strain. But we know some people where it's not, and at the same time, it's an emotional strain because yeah. there is this obligation where there's this anticipation of Christmas, but when the season arrives, there's this dread that, oh, one more party and trying to find one evening where we can sit down and enjoy rather than running at full speed through the end of the year. Yeah. And so that's the challenge. Um, that's this this tension that we're caught in. Yeah. And we want to do everything. We want to be at everyone's Christmas party and and eat all the cookies and get all the stuff and and buy all the presents. And yet, if that's all that our month is consumed by, we reach the end feeling just grateful that it's over, that that we're done with it. Yeah. Well, let's kind of dive in a little bit to how we sought to counterbalance that because it was such a burden. And just even seeing our kids not know who the gifts came from and there tends to be a lack of gratitude then. And two, it just seems like each Christmas, the more economically we have, the more we feel like we have to outdo the previous Christmas. And so there are some people even out there that you think they have everything they need. What possibly could I get for them? And so just coming back to this this idea of Christmas having a much deeper meaning than just receiving, but more so the joy of giving, not just giving gifts, but giving of yourself um, to people and um, spending time with each other and creating memories and traditions. Yeah. So the the crazy thing that we did is we actually stopped buying our kids presents. 
Yes, we did. <laughs> that was hard for me. That was really hard for me because that my side of the family was that really was what the holiday was all about. Yeah. And so, you know, not buying our kids presents and instead moving into creating memories and traditions and letting the kids buy each other presents was yeah. yeah I mean, they tough. they still got presents. They still yeah. Do. They still now, they still got presents, just not from us. So so let's talk about what did we do instead of buying them presents. Do you want to hit on a few of the things we oh, did? Oh, you're asking me. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were going to go right into it. Pitching it to you. Well, in particular, when uh, in when we got the adopted kids, um, I really focused on the whole week that they were out of school, just having something every single day of the week. Yeah. So we have ornaments on our tree that are old, old, old. Because so the orna- kids would ornament make, making night. Yeah, yep. because the kids would make ornaments. We had gingerbread castle making Um not house, castle, because there were so many of us. And then we kind of turned that into a competition where we would have other families over to join us um, for that and, gingerbread And you would bake night. these huge sheets of gingerbread. Yeah. It just... That was actually kind of accidental at first, but <laughs> well, you had to get out. It was a lot harder process than I thought. <laughs> well, I, I could hardly even, I couldn't even cut them with a regular th- this knife. This was not soft. <laughs> yeah, I actually had to bust out the power tools. I to, know. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, when you're cutting gingerbread with a power tool, you know that it's probably not edible. But it sure worked for that it castle. It makes a good castle, yeah. It does make Who, a good Who castle. eats a gingerbread house anyway? Well, I don't know. You we shouldn't. Had, it sits there for a month I, collecting all the dust spent, and flies. and then, oh, it's We gross. spent a lot of money. I spent a lot of money on candy to decorate that. Oh, and the kids came up with some very creative things. Abominable snowman with marshmallows and, you know, a just, moat, yeah. oh, they just went to town. And so, and that was fun. But I will say all week long, I can think of one kid in particular that would kind of walk by and eat some candy off of <laughs> off of the kids castle. Well, yeah, exactly. But um, it was all edible anyway, but it, you know, been sitting out. It should But um, <laughs> yeah. But then also we had a night, and we would always invite other people to join us during this time. We told the kids always, invite your friends. And um, and then, of course, we'd connect with family members, too, to, to meet up, but taking them to go see lights. Yep. And either it was through a neighborhood or when we lived uh, in Texas, the woodlands, they would always light up um, the whole area in the mall area. And we'd get hot chocolate and go see all the lights and walk through. And so that was always a really fun time for the kids. And when the kids were younger, we would have a party. It was especially for Brittany with all her friends. Yes. And we would go see the lights, but they would go caroling. Yes. Who, who does caroling <laughs> anymore? Oh, my goodness. And it wasn't I... a deal when when the kids were young either, no. but but we did. We did. Yeah. It was just something to do, and it was it was fun for them. So I was happy to... Not happy, I won't say, but, you know, willing to embarrass myself to be there with the kids. And then, too, eventually we had them dress up in elf costumes and things as well. I, so, I don't think they want to be reminded well, of that. Well, probably not, but, <laughs> but, but it was when you fun. Say, they always look When you say we it. had them dress up in elf costumes, yeah. I mean, let's be real. It was as, you. Yeah. It was me. Oh, yeah, it was you. And as yeah. they got older, they didn't like it quite as much, especially <laughs> oh, especially when did. I reddened their cheeks a little bit with blush <laughs> so that they would look like they had been out in the cold. Um yeah, yeah but by the time you're it. 16, you're, you're yeah, done with it. you're kind yeah. of done with it. But um, yeah, and then our Christmas costume party every year as well. So that was a fun thing. We've yeah, yeah we've done that several times, but it's it's unusual because yeah. it, I mean everyone dresses up for Halloween, and that's easy. I, I mean Halloween costumes are abundant, but yeah. but a Christmas costume party that really drives the creativity. You can't oh, you can't just run out you, you run out and grab whatever you, yeah. you I mean 
Christmas narrows it down. Christmas costume yeah. party, but but we had a lot of creative entries. Well, yeah, we had a lot of creative entries, but also there was money to be won for getting creative. And so, yeah, and you and I, of course, had to throw our names in the hat, not for the prize, but just to oh, make yeah. sure everybody knows, hey, we're not just asking you to dress up. We're getting creative as well. So. We wanted people to know that if we were in the contest, you guys would have lost. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, so we did here's have the thing. So, good did, did our kids feel that they were missing out by not getting Voltron and the uh, the parachute pants for Christmas, or you know, whatever the thing was? I don't, uh, you know, I don't even know that most kids remember later on what most of the gifts that they even got at Christmas time, unless it was something very specific that, you know, they had wanted for a, very, a long time and had been asking for. But otherwise, you, you know what gifts I remember, remember the most as a kid? The ones that were the disappointment. Mm. The wow. ones where it was anticipation. I I wanted a remote control car like mm. all the kids at school. Had. And the kids at school had these so you felt, you felt like the Grinch had shown up. And I, just kind of I got a remote stuff. control car that was a little Lamborghini <laughs> And it, you turned it on, and as soon as you turned it on, the wheels would spin. And then the remote had one button, one big orange button. And you, when you hit the button, the car would go backwards in a circle. And then okay. when it was pointed in the direction you wanted to go, you release the button, and it, okay, it I was. Okay, I remember those cars. I, yeah, I was. It was. I was so embarrassed. I couldn't even. I couldn't bring it to school <laughs> because it just. You would have been so, better off building your own car. Those are the basically. gifts I remember. The ones that were the disappointment. But yeah, throughout the years, I have a hard time remembering remembering all the gifts yeah. that someone wrapped and spent money on and well and i and i will say this it's never too late to create tra- traditions you know sometimes we we're just used to hey christmas is we show up at someone's house have meals together and then open gifts and then it's done either it's christmas eve or christmas day and for us our traditions have kind of changed over the years because our kids are getting older and we used to have um we used to set it up where thanksgiving and we still do this everybody's invited to thanksgiving but we also would have a big crowd at christmas and um and so we changed that to christmas is our time away so now we've been for the last several years going to a cabin and skiing snowboarding and just having that family time together take a trip get away yeah but but it's always been about making memories yeah and having that time together where we're we're getting to know each other and interacting with each other as opposed to just showing up, opening a gift, and leaving. Well, there's something else we did when we stopped buying the kids presents. And, and we didn't just surprise them on Christmas Day. Surprise, no presents for you. Uh, they were part of the conversation months ahead of time because we didn't want Christmas <laughs> to be a downer. Like, no. We don't want them crying on Christmas. And... but. And, and every Christmas, we always, we read the Christmas story. We take time as a family to reflect, to pray, to, to remember that, look, this is not a time about us. It is a celebratory time. But but the other thing we did is we would get well, a... Well, we didn't just cut them off when it came to Christmas presents. We just didn't buy them as much. So there was still a time when, when they were younger in particular, where they would get something from mom and dad, but it wasn't going to be a big elaborate gift. But we... We started, uh, we would get a gift catalog from, from Horizon, um, which um, is, they, they're similar to World Vision and Compassion, but they, you can sponsor a child in a third world country. Yeah. And they would send out a gift catalog. In the gift catalog, there were things you could donate money to that would uh, 
by a goat for a family in need or yeah. a water Education. buffalo, educational, uh, educational child, supplies, yeah. water purification supplies, a bike for an orphan worker. And so we would pass that around to the kids and they would put their initials by what they were drawn to. Yeah. And whatever got the most votes, we would give that gift to a family in need that we would never meet. But hey, kids, instead of us getting all this stuff for ourselves, we're going to give to someone who needs. We're going to have yeah. a great time. We're going to have great laughter together. We're going to make some great memories. And we're going to serve a need that is beyond ourselves because yeah. we want to understand that Christmas is not about us. It's about yeah. Jesus. And what Jesus would do is not load himself up with bling and with new sandals, but he would serve and give yeah. his life for others. And so we're going to honor him by doing what he would do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, I just think of for God so loved the world, he gave his only son. And so really that, that is, that's, that's Christmas is giving and God gave us the ultimate sacrifice and the ultimate blessing. But at the same time, that's meant to transfer into or translate rather into us extending that as well to others. So one of the things we really try to do with our kids, and of course you're not perfect in it, but it's just to instill that, that gratitude for what you've received and that carries you know from thanksgiving through christmas because every every good gift comes from god but also having them think through you know this is a holiday season and there are other people that are in greater need than we are and being very intentional when it comes to the holidays of including other people or maybe even thinking about um people that who would just be really blessed by some sort of gift and so that was also something else that kylie and i had started doing um, for a while, especially when she had her little baking business that she um, was working on, we would bake a lot of, of different items that, um, you know, using recipes that we were kind of coming up with, and then I'd just give them away. And that's how we met a lot of our neighbors, actually. And, you know, so just really trying to, to focus on what, what can we do to connect with people that are around us and create community through the holiday season, because that's what Jesus would have us do. So I would, I would say this, that if as an individual or a family, that during the Christmas season, if you're not looking beyond yourself, if you're not looking for, hey, here's a family, rather than us loading ourselves up with presents, here's a family we can make Christmas good for. We can bring them a meal. We can buy gifts for their kids, like sponsor a family, serving at a soup kitchen. Like if you're not doing that, you're you're really robbing yourself of an experience. You're robbing your kids of an experience, but you're also robbing them of a mindset. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of fear like, hey, if I give my kids something less than last year, I'm going to have mutiny. My kids aren't going to love me. And I think the opposite's true. If you if you teach your kids that it's all about them. Yeah. Th- there's some there's some mindset that you don't want them to have that you are continually reinforcing in them. Yeah. And sometimes it's accidental, you know, when we have of course. when we have a lot, then we want to bestow a lot. But I Again, I guess I just think that when it comes to especially the holiday season, that we want to make sure that we are seeing evidence in our children of um, just the value of generosity and them being generous and not having a a mentality of entitlement and, hey, what is everybody else going to give me, but what can I give? And I I wouldn't just say that that's true for kids. I think even as adults, we need to have the same mentality of where where can I bless someone? Where can I be a blessing? So I just want to close out our time with a story that happened several years ago with a, a friend who needed help moving. And they, they found themselves needing to move pretty suddenly. And so I brought some of our kids and maybe a few other young people that were, were part of our community over 
Um, I think there were five of us to help this family move. And they had two teenage boys. Now, one of the teenage boys, his his thing was shoes. And the dad would buy him $300, $400 shoes, that basketball shoes that the kid never wore. He just mm-hmm. had stacks of these perfect shoes on shelves in his room. And so we show up to help this family move. And, you know, we're hauling stuff down. And the teenage boys were like, wait, are we going to have cable tonight we're staying at the new house tonight yeah is there going to be cable there no well what about our show so we had carried the chairs down the boys brought the chairs back up so they would have cable that is so they could watch tv that night and that that's that's the only moving they did Mm. was they carried the chairs back up and the dad was so frustrated like these boys have been taught that life is about you that we're going to give you what you want we're going to fulfill your needs we're going to buy you these shoes because the dad would wait in line for hours when the new shoes came out and just kept loading them on his son and the son the sons you could see this attitude that life's about me what's going to make me happy that so much so they couldn't even serve themselves they couldn't even Mm. they couldn't even carry their own stuff down to the trailer wow because That's they've been reinforced their whole life. It's all about me. Yeah. Rather than, hey, how can I make a difference? How can I serve? And that's the mindset that we see underscored at Christmas that, okay, we're celebrating Jesus by making it all about you. Mm-hmm. And that's the irony that that has irked us. That, <laughs> And it, once our eyes were open to that, yeah. we knew we had to make a change. Well, I think we forget that... The word holidays comes from the Old English, which is holy days. And so these days are meant to be set apart. They're meant to be for something bigger than ourselves. And we unfortunately have lost that over time. But that's where I think that as parents um, and as people in general, that we need to focus on recapturing that. And I'll just share one quick story of my own, because as you mentioned your story, I thought of one myself. And I don't know where this came from because I didn't grow up going to church or anything else, but um, I just had a lot of compassion for people growing up and my parents were very they were poor poor and um and so anyway we had we received a couple bags of clothes that were like hand-me-down clothes from I don't know where they came from but most of them didn't fit me and a lot of them were girls clothes and of course my brother Rob wasn't gonna dress up like a girl and so <laughs> um but uh, I had I had a couple friends that I went to school with that lived a little, I don't know, a little bit of a distance from where I was at. And they had a lot of kids at home and they didn't have much of anything either. And I just remember, um, and this was around Christmas time because it was a little cooler and we lived in Florida, but it was still a little cooler. So um, below anyway. Below 70. Yeah, below 70 oh. for sure. Yeah. But um but I, I just remember grabbing my friend and saying, hey, let's take these bags um, to your neighbor's house. Like, take them to your house, and then you guys go through them, and then we'll take them to some of the neighbor's house because she knew those people over there, too. And so we did that. And it was almost like well, almost like we were Santa Claus because we were, we were holding these bags over our shoulder, walking, <laughs> walking through the neighborhood. But I just remember getting so fulfilled by that. And even though that wasn't something necessarily that um, you know was instilled in me by by my parents, I think that we all have a natural bent towards certain things. And if that bent is cultivated, if if we see in our children, hey, you are you are a little bit selfish, then that's where you got to combat that and counterbalance it with some other serving opportunities. Whether it's you know giving out turkeys at Thanksgiving at some of these vet hospitals or vet areas where they you know serve homeless yep. people and whatnot. Um, 
but then also at Christmas time where you're just instilling or asking your children, okay, so who stands out to you? Who do you know that is in need and and would really, and would really appreciate receiving something that they might not get anywhere else. And that could be a, a, you know, a gift that's a material gift, but it also could just be taking, taking that person out to lunch or, you know, dinner or just having coffee with someone and spending that time. So anyway, so let me just leave us with this verse as we head into the Christmas season. This is from Jesus in Luke 12. He said, watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Mm. So I think we'll just close it out there. And don't we know that though? Because we we had many, <laughs> many years of no abundance of possessions. So, yep. um, But yeah, take some time to make some experiences, serve some people around you. And create some traditions and memories. Create some memories. Yep. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And as always, we'd appreciate it if uh, you got something out of this, give it a share, give it a like, give it a comment, and um, help us spread the word. Thanks for joining, and we'll see you again real soon.